One night in 1971 on a lonely North Carolina highway, a head-on car crash cost a young driver his family and very nearly his life. His doctors were sure he would never move again, but he triumphed over his disability and went on to become the wildest hero of all. Because he's real. Stanley presents The Human Fly. The Comic Book Time Machine presents Marvel's Cosmic Comics, exploring Marvel's licensed sci-fi and fantasy during the Star Wars period. Episode 102, Niagara Nightmare, The Human Fly, Issue 16, December 1978, cover date. Hello, and welcome back to Marvel's Cosmic Comics. I'm Ben, Ben Avery, and I am so glad to be here to be with you. Not so glad to read the comic book we're reading, but we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, Marvel's Cosmic Comics is a podcast where I, Ben Avery, a comic book fan and writer and blah, 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 collector, um, read Marvel's strange, odd, sometimes cool, sometimes interesting, sometimes offbeat uh, comic books that they licensed from other sources instead of being original char characters that they came up with. Uh, like Spider-Man is a Marvel character and the human fly is a living, breathing stuntman or was back then. I don't know if he's still living or breathing because we don't even really know who he is or was or whatever. But let's get started. The cover of the Human Fly issue number 16 with cover date of December 1978. Once again, heralds him as the wildest superhero ever. Because he's real. And the cover then shows him going over Niagara Falls with a jetpack and jet skis. And there's a child falling and it says Niagara Nightmare. And there's a boat way down there to give us some perspective of just how high up in the air they are. And all I can think of is Superman 2 <laughs> because, well, in Superman 2, a kid falls into Niagara Falls and Clark Kent has to hurry and change into Superman so he can rescue the kid. Now, I don't know. I, I actually should probably look to find out because I, I don't know if this came out before or after Superman 2, but I'm thinking it's before because it is um, 1978. And let's see here. According to Mike's amazing world of comics, Human Fly, number 16, publisher Marvel, cover date December, on sale date September 5th, 1978. And yeah, let's find out when was Superman two? who came first human fly or Superman, Superman two. 1981, I thought so, because I remember the media blitz behind Superman two um, and I went and saw Superman one in theaters. And so, yeah. Human fly was there first rescuing kids who had fallen into Niagara Falls. 
unfortunately, <laughs> the kid that falls into the Niagara Falls, uh, he's he's not as stupid as the kid from Superman 2. Let's put it that way. But the situation is just about as stupid as Superman 2 um, as far as what the kid was doing. You know, Superman 2, the kid's like, hey, mom, look, I'm going to go climb over the fence and fall in. And um, that's you know it's it's dumb you know like, i guess i could see a normal kid wanting to do that kind of thing but in this situation the kid is not the problem the situation itself is the problem and that's really the way it is for this whole entire comic book and i just want to say come on man put a little effort into the story but yeah there's not a lot of effort that gets put into the story just things happen um, first thing that happens is they're getting ready to do a stunt and the stunt is they're going to take a plane, uh, and they're going to use the plane to pull human fly on, uh, his, his, uh, skis, his water skis along toward the falls. And once he hits the falls, he's going to cut loose from the plane and he's going to glide out over the falls and he's got a special thing that he's going to activate and that's going to, you know, be the big end to the stunt. It's a jetpack. Uh, just just in case you're wondering. But then Blaze gets kidnapped. And Blaze is part of his stunt team. She's an important part. She'll be dry, she'll be piloting the plane. She gets kidnapped because there's bad guys who don't want them to do the stunt because the stunt is to help a hospital. A hospital that's on land that the bad guys want to develop into hotel space and they put her on the phone when they make their um you know demands and they put her on the phone and she says i'm in the most dangerous place but i'm i'm on the edge of death or yeah that's what she says i'm on the edge of death and he figures out that it's a house that's actually perched over niagara falls and so he's going to use his glider to get in there and and rescue her and so the plane goes he uses the glider he drops in and rescues her and i'm thinking what about the kid falling into niagara falls well that's the first half the first half is the adventure and it ends with you know him rescuing blaze which is where you would think it would go you think they do the stunt first like normal and then they'd you know he'd rescue blaze and and that'd be be it but no they do all the kidnapping stuff first, and then he does the stunt. It's kind of anticlimactic because he's going along, and and you know the, there's the media is there. It's a frenzy. It's a media frenzy, <laughs> and it's a a bad thing for a kid in a wheelchair because as the camera people are moving their stuff around, a cable wraps around the wheel of a wheelchair and pushes him toward the fence, and the wheelchair topples, and he goes over the fence and falls into the falls and actually no i'm looking at it right here i had forgotten he actually went over in his chair i'm not sure exactly how that worked um looks like the fence is break yeah the fence broke so maybe yeah i don't know it's just kind of dumb and so human fly he's on his water skis he's about to go over the falls and he sees this happen and so he activates his jetpack a little bit early and flies around to rescue this child. And he grabs the child. And they're both going over the falls. Because the jetpack can't handle them both. And he uses his pimp cane to shoot the cable. And it catches onto the you know a beam. But he's, he's not strong enough to hold on. They, they go over the falls. But then he just uses the momentum of the falls. 
and his own, his jetpack together, and he's able to boost, get enough boost to get away from the falls and and do a perfect landing on his jet skis and and ski in to to the land and and that's it. <laughs> it's it's really dumb and um and the way it ends is he says, you know what? Uh, I saved him and um, the stunt was a success because I saved the child. And now the press who caused this problem are going to apologize by making a donation to the hospital. (laughs) I'm laughing about it, but I'm not enjoying it. You know, I mean, there's some bad human flies that I've read where I've enjoyed it. And there's been some bad human flies I've read where I've not enjoyed it. And then there's been some human flies that I've read and I've actually thought, oh, this is good. I'm not laughing at it. I'm If I'm laughing, I'm laughing with it. But this is one where I don't even know. I don't even know what the process would have been on this. It, it feels like, you know, we have Bill Mantlo doing the writing. We have Bob Lubbers as the artist. And we have... Uh, Jim Shooter as the the head honcho, but Bob Hall is the editor of this, and I just feel like Bob Bob Hall maybe should have exerted more uh, editorial oversight on it because this one's a, a true. This is a legit stinker. I I don't like being negative. Um, I'm enjoying having the human fly, and I'm enjoying experiencing reading the human fly but this one you know the only reason i am even doing this episode about it is to honestly just because i'm indexing the whole entire thing and already i guess you could say i'm breaking my own rule that i laid down in the uh, the swamp things uh, episode that i did but um over there with that episode where i was talking about swamp monsters i said you know if you're not having fun reading comics you're doing it wrong And I guess I am having fun. I mean, I'm talking about it and I'm laughing as I'm talking about it. But man, it's troubling. (laughs) It's troubling. So that's the human fly issue number 16. Next, we're going to talk about some Godzilla and hopefully have a little more fun with that. But for now, the human fly. Oh, brother, (laughs) this story. It's not a story. It's like, I mean, it's two stories. And one of them is not great. And the other one's not good. So there we are. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you for listening. (laughs) And I hope you have a good day. (laughs) You know, hopefully a little bit of my pain has brought some enjoyment to you. If you're that kind of person, I guess. That sounds really bad. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean you like a masochist or anything like that. But um, yeah. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to the Comic Book Time Machine's Marvel's Cosmic Comics feed. You can find more discussion of many, many more comics like Superman and Spider-Man, What Ifs and Elseworlds, The Six Million Dollar Man and Batman, comics seven days old and seven decades old, on our main feed, which you can find on iTunes or at comicbooktimemachine.com. We'd also love it if you join us on Facebook at facebook.com or on Twitter, where we are at Comic Time.
next episode of Lizards Great and Small, Godzilla, issue number 17. anthology series boasting the terrifying talents of Ryan Daly, Rob Kelly, Paul Hicks, Ben Avery, Doug Zavisha, and other unfortunate souls. Prepare for the unexpected, open a doorway to nightmare, and enter the houses of mystery and secrets. The moon is full, and the dark spirits are rising. For it's midnight, the podcasting hour. Coming this Halloween, part of the Fire and Water Podcast Network. Beware.